what's going on guys you are on the sidelines with the sideline guys i'm derek i'm chris and we have an old the og with oh. us today man oh. welcome uh, back <laughs> welcome back hey. you guys know his voice but if you don't know him if you've never seen him if you never interact with him on social media you are losing out in life this is jonathan Toronto, man Welcome back. Hey, 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 it feels good to be back, man. The old jizzle here. You know what yes, I mean? Sir. Yes, hey, sir. But, you know, like I said before, we got on this uh, this podcast here. You guys have been absolutely killing it. Um, you know, I love all the content, love the MMA stuff. I'm not I'm not the biggest uh follower of it, but I'm yeah. learning a lot through this. And uh you guys just know you guys know your shit. You know what I mean? So you, I, <laughs> I, I'm loving it, man. You guys are killing it. I love it, love appreciate it. You, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. It's, it's I want to shout you out on uh, on the We Can Be Heroes podcast for sure. You do, you do, and I appreciate that. I definitely go ahead before we get into the show. Go ahead and uh, plug that for everyone because I know there's we have a lot of people that love what you cover. Yeah, go ahead and tell. Yeah, you so so I mean, We Can Be Heroes is kind of something that uh, you know, I my little brother and I, Matthew, we you know we host it, but it's something we, you know, I one day just noticed like, yo, I love talking about this stuff. Like I love sports too. You know, I'm a yeah. big I'm an avid basketball fan, football fan, all that. Um, but to, to, to my thing and, and to what Derek and I kind of talked about is it wasn't really something I was as passionate about as like the, the, the Marvel, the DC, uh, you know, that, that kind of realm. Right. So like hero stuff, you know, yeah. hero villain, if you want to call it, but um, I've been a fan since obviously like, I was a kid, like anybody else. Yeah. And and little bro and I decided to get into the little podcast. So it's called We Can Be Heroes. We talk all DC, Marvel, anything, honestly, anything hero related whatsoever. So anything that's, uh, you know, they have the the animated series that come out for DC. We, we, we kind of really focus on all of it, right? So any live action, any news that come out, actors, actors, slash actresses that are hired for certain shows or movies, um, you know. So we, we kind of just do our thing over there, man. Enjoy it. Uh, it's honestly the way I see it and the way I think everybody should do their podcast and the way I see you guys do it is you, you're talking like you normally do in life, right? You're mm -hmm. just bringing it to the podcast, bring it to a platform where people come and enjoy uh, the yeah. same things you do. And, you know, yeah. I, I have a lot of hot takes, uh, as yeah, Derek knows, back to my sport, <laughs> back to my sports days for sure. Uh, but you know, and, and like, you know, I, I still have them. I still think the Knicks are going to be good and even though they never are, but, um, uh, you know, same goes with week of heroes, right? So it, yeah. it's, it's all just, you know, spoiler stuff, but also predictions and things like that. Uh, we kind of go over it over all of it. So there's a big world out there yeah. in, in the, in the realm of DC, Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff. Um, you know, it's just as popular, if not more popular than sports, to be honest. So, oh, for sure. um, for sure. there, there's a spot for it and, and just like you guys do on realish, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You talk about mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff out there, and um, you know, little bro is is a avid just. So me, I focus on the content. He focuses on the cinematography and the little yeah. things, like things you know, Derek, from like your background. So, yeah. uh, he he he's very critical. Yes. Uh, just yes, just watching, is. like I'll get something <laughs> at five. He's like, bro, it's a one point two. I'm like, bro, how did how <laughs> like how are we so how are we so different? But um, yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, just like all the podcasts, recommend hopping on all this, man. We got some great people. We got, you know, you guys doing your thing here. We got, uh, you know, Derek, Dwayne, and Janine doing their thing on PTA. And uh, fans is coming back. Fans coming back. But, uh, you know, all of it is just dope. You know, yeah. we all, it, we're, we can tell we're all passionate here at OTS. And this is what I love sure. to do. And, um, you know, I'm back to be on this little thing with you guys, man. I'm, I'm excited. 
Yeah, it's you know, been I, like what, like a year since you've been on. Since with you for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah we were doing yeah. a little bit before, uh, after that, but uh, yeah. I'm ready for it, man. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Let's talk let's, some sports. Let's get it. Let's do this thing. Let's get it. There's no better week to be back than literally. We got the trade deadline talk, and then we got the biggest game of the year on Sunday. And uh, not so purpose. much like I talk about to, to hop on like two weeks ago. You yeah. know, this, all this happened to be. Oh wait, okay. Yeah. Actually, Derek asked me to hop on after the Bills were about to win. Yeah, I was premature on that. My bad. You're like you want to hop on? I'm like this mother. This mother. No, I I I will take the blame for that, bro. Because honestly, <laughs> you, you have to. <laughs> this is it's it's very much like when um when the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I knew not to be on the phone. I knew not to move my position. Every like every time I move my position, there we go. Turnover or 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 you know incomplete pass or some shit. And I was like, okay, nah. Let me not do that anymore. So I apologize to Bill's Mafia. I don't want anybody coming over here and doing any uh, elbow drops on me. But <laughs> listen, I, I, I'll tell you, it could be my fault, too, because as soon as we scored that, I'm running up and down the stairs, which I never do to the zeros show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. I feel and that. Uh, let's not talk about that. Let's go. What you got? What you got? <laughs> so let's get right into it, guys. We're going to start off with the coverage of the trade deadline. We got a lot of things to cover here. I'm going to go back a little further just so that we're covering basically this week. Um, so the first big marquee sort of transaction we got. Cavs acquiring Chris Le- Karis Levert from the Pacers. They also got a, a second round pick via Miami. This is a three team trade. Uh, Pacers ended up getting um, the Ricky Ricky Rubio, a 2022 first rounder, and two second round picks. Obviously hoarded picks from previous trades. Uh, how do you guys sort of rate this for both squads? Uh, Jonathan. So I I mean I don't know if you guys know, but Karis Levert's a home like his hometown's Ohio. Right. So this just to hear that kind of story after what he went through with the cancer and everything, that was pretty dope. So it's just yeah. a little feel good story. But hooping wise, man, listen, the Cavs have been balling this year. I know you guys have probably talked about it and seen it yourselves, but to add Karis Levert is probably the sixth man for now. I think they're going to try to work some things around with uh, Isaac Okoro and, and uh, Darius Gardner a little bit. But um, once he finds that flow and that rhythm, we all know Karis can hoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's got the ability to create. He can he can take it to the hole. And and this NBA, you can't have too much of that. There's no oh, yeah. such thing. Yeah. So, I mean, easy. I mean, you call them the winners to start, right? I mean, we don't know what the draft, how the draft picks pan out for the Pacers and stuff. But um, I just think the Pacers are in total rebuild. I'm surprised they didn't trade Miles Turner, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't Honestly, I think he would have been a good a good fit for a bunch of teams, you know, contenders at least. But, yeah. um, you know, I think I think Karras is, is a perfect fit for the Cavs. Like I said, back home, he's going to ball out. He's going to try to for his hometown. Yeah. Um, I, I thought LeBron would want to go back there if he saw that squad load up again. You know what I mean? That dude <laughs> hey, always likes to go to his loaded squads. <laughs> would it not be crazy? Let's say, hypothetically, the Cavs are up on the draft board and they're able to get Bronny. Would he's it not? Would it not? I mean, of course, LeBron is going back for <laughs> sure. That I, I, I think, I think, uh, and we'll get into the Lakers a little bit, but I think um, with what they're going through anyway, <laughs> right? Struggling. What's the odds? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. He's right. not. He's not retiring in, in LA. So um, that would be interesting. I think. I think the Cavs are, like you said, they are building something up really nice. Uh, they're they're not the laughing stock that they were. Nope. And and Not it's very all. interesting to see what um, they've done since LeBron left. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought a couple of years back, uh, Kevin Love was going to be 
uh, either traded, bought out, something like that. Retire. Retire. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they are balling. They are balling. And and, and to pair uh, Levert back up with Allen, I think, is something that is an uh, underrated portion of the trade. This, this, is, this is a great move. They already know each other. So I think it's not going to be it's not going to take too long for him to be uh to get acclimated into the system. <sighs> Coach of the year, you can't argue again. Who who do you have besides that? I mean, I think Doc should win it personally, but so that, I think that's what, a bigger surprise what, though what as I far think, as their success. Yeah, yeah what yeah, I think yeah. could hurt so their success for sure. I agree with that, but what could hurt Doc is. There's that perception out there after the playoff series last year that Doc couldn't really keep that locker room together. He had, you know, making outside quotes about the reason why Simmons is not there anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that could hurt him in the perception of the media because obviously we know the media votes it out. But um, I I, I mean, I'm with you, Derek. I mean, they got they got a squad like Evan Mobley is a soon to be star. Yeah. Jared Allen is 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 what a double double guy every damn near every night defense. Mm-hmm. The Nets miss him like crazy. Let's be oh, honest yeah. here. I mean, okay, <laughs> real quick. Why? Because when when they did that trade, I was still I was so perplexed just the Jared Allen one. But when they let Allen and Levert go, I that made no sense. I mean, like keep those guys with Kyrie, KD. Right. They had something that they could have just kept building on. And I, I I didn't understand it. And it didn't make much sense to me because it would make sense if it was Allen to Houston for Harden. Yes. Right. You know, because yes. they had to give as many pieces away as possible. But if, yeah. if what, what's the purpose of Cleveland there? I don't I mean, know. It wasn't a money thing because they could have still made it work with other players or whatever. Yeah. I, I would have kept I mean, Allen's like exactly what you need. to. They, they might still be together. I'll put it that way. If Allen's still there, they would. They would be. The, the big three, probably. Yeah, you have what Blake Griffin in this place. Yeah, and I think it was because Houston was really trying to go bottom out, and that's why I guess they didn't want to take on that contract. But I agree. I think he definitely should have stayed. And the fact that he's killing it the way he is now, I feel like yeah. he's the biggest part of their turnaround. Like besides Garland um, showing up and playing the way he has been, um, for sure he was the biggest piece. I just wanted to to quickly sort of bring it back to the other side because I think. Um, I found it interesting that you said that the Pacers are bottoming out because I think their move, and we'll talk about that a little bit more, but their move with the Kings, I think for both teams, that's going to work out better than everyone is imagining because I really feel like it's addition by subtraction for this team. Um, The fact that they got uh, Halliburton, another shooter around Miles Turner, I think they're trying to go with that modern NBA style where you have four shooters around a big and you're not really sort of you're not really the focus of the offense. You're here to anchor us on defense. We'll take mm-hmm. care of the offense. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think they have a sneaky good team now, especially Rubio coming off the bench in this trade. When I first saw this, obviously that other move didn't happen yet. Um, it felt like a, another log jam. Uh, yeah. But now that they sort of uh, brought in the young guy and the fact that he is a distributor by nature as well, with somebody like Rubio to learn from, I think it's a, a great move for the Pacers. I didn't uh, see Cleveland moving Rubio. That was the... Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's injured, but and maybe maybe it's, I'm so caught up in 2K. I didn't realize you could trade an injured player. <laughs> so you can't that's what shocked me. Yeah, that's that's what shocked me even uh, uh, even more than that. But um, I, I actually kind of thought that, and I know they have Rondo there now, and and he's kind of like taking over where where Rubio was. But um, I actually liked how Rubio fit there. So that was that was a little off putting to me, but. 
I don't think they're going to miss him too much. <laughs> I really don't. Well, so, you know, it's funny that I think Rubio made some comments. I don't know if it was a, definitely before the injury, um, maybe a couple months ago. He said, you know, it's, um, once my kids hit kindergarten, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. He's going back. He's going back to Spain. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, that time's coming. The kids are three, four now. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's, he's, he's about done. So maybe the Cavs said, let's get some assets. Let's get, I mean, let's get. Oh no! Oh man! Yeah, we could keep it going. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I I didn't even think about that. Thing. That that's um. So it, it's. Oh, did I cut off? Yeah, yeah you, did. you did. You did. Sorry so about that. It, it cut off where you were talking about uh uh them saying let's maybe get some assets for for Rubio. Yeah, yeah. I figured they 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 just get you know bring the assets in for Rubio, uh, with, with Rubio too. I, but I mean, it, it's just a total flip for me, right? So you yeah. had in the past, you just hear all these trade rumors about Miles Turner. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's gone. They're not mm-hmm. liking him anymore. Mm-hmm. And now he's just the perfect fit for the pieces that are around. Yeah. And honestly, the king, the king. I, I, listen, I'm a Knicks fan. Okay. I, I think I say this like 40 times an episode in a negative way, the most negative way possible. I get terrible franchises but what the hell are the knicks or the kings doing what are they doing i think they're kind of just like going into the room throwing all names into a bucket or hat or a bowl or something like that just pulling a random name but you know who else they're gonna just screw over and 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 get rid of like how else they're gonna just mess up their franchise i i mean sabonis is 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 an excellent player but I didn't think Halliburton was the guy you were trading. I, I'm thinking, like, hey, healed uh, uh, Harrison Barnes, you know, one of those guys. And yeah, that's cool. I didn't, Halliburton was not the guy I thought they were going to move. Fox, even, I thought Fox had more of a, a, a shot of being moved than, than Halliburton. Right. So I don't know, man. I don't know. That, 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 was a, that was a weird, they needed to just go ahead and sell the franchise, move to Seattle or something. Like, and I'm gonna have some hot takes on that when we get to it later. Uh, yeah. But we're, we're gonna we're the, we're close. We'll get to that one soon. Um, so yeah. let's give a final grade for each team on this one. Obviously, let's start off with Cleveland. So how do you feel? Um, they came off on the trade. Good. Oh, uh, right, I'll give I'll give them the A. <laughs> I mean, easily an A. You, like I yeah. said, hometown kid. Bring them over. Get mm-hmm. them scores going all around. Playmaking. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm giving them A as well. This is perfect for them. I, I like where they're going. I like where, yeah. the, where the Cavs are going. I really do. And it, it makes a ton of sense. So why not? And about time they build without LeBron. I th- that's mm. that's another thing. Congratulations. Honestly, like, I'm not even trying to be sarcastic. That's yeah. It's no, hard to sure. do, first of all, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just never did it. So I mean, they 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 got Kyrie, and then you know it was like, what do we? What else are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. And right. there was nothing to go, you know. But this is perfect. This is perfect. I love that they're 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 going with this this team. Um, Sexton is out, right? Mm-hmm. So, For a little bit, yeah, yeah. So I mean, when when he comes back, like it's just it's just gonna make them that more dynamic. So I, I'm excited to see where they go. 
And I think roles wise, it was the perfect fit because he he could do what he has to do now with his time that he's going to get as a starter, but he'll fit right back in on the bench like he did with, with the Nets and not take it as a slight, you know, he'll come off and be um, that firepower off the bench. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I think I'm giving him an A on this one too, especially because what they lost, they weren't um, hurting for in any way. Right. Uh, so yeah, got to give it to him. Uh, right. What do you guys think about the Pacers picking up Rubio in a couple picks? They needed it, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I, I like. I don't think this is a bad move. I, I, I'd probably say the, the Pacers. I don't think the Pacers are trying to contend this year, so I'm still going to give it an A because it's it's preparing for the future. But I'm I'm glad to see that they're actually embracing the rebuild because it seemed like ever since Paul George left, they were just like in this like purgatory type of thing like like it's you know you need to rebuild but you're not doing it and it was i like that they're actually going toward it i'm not sure uh, um it didn't seem like sabonis was gonna be the one they were gonna work with anyway so all around i think everybody's happy uh, except Mm -hmm. highburton well maybe highburton is happy now because he's out of that that franchise but to i know he he uh you know felt bad we'll get back to that later but again i think what indiana's doing is 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 phenomenal so Cool for them. Good, 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 good trade for them. What about you, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm with you. It's a, it's a good trade. Uh, grade wise, I mean, it, I think it's to be decided, right? But in the end, yeah. for now, C, B, um, B probably because you're getting Halliburton. It's the future. <clears throat> they need to develop. They've done it. That that Pacer squad you mentioned, Derek, that was all development. They didn't, buy, they didn't buy players, right? Where did, where have they lost that? Was that when Bird left? Uh, we'll find out. But, I don't know. And then um, you have Lance Stevenson there now. That's back. Signed yeah, the rest of the year. Back. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Right. It's, be right. it's like build for the future, but kind of they, they can kind of ball out now. They're only six games out. I think yeah. right at this point. The I East mean, is close. The East with the, the playing margin. Yeah, that margin yeah. is so I mean, so small. Uh, listen, Halliburton's gonna just gonna. <laughs> not that you really need to prove the Kings wrong because the Kings just gotta exist and they're wrong, but <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna prove they made the wrong choice. I'll put yeah. that put it that way for sure. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B minus just because you you traded for a guy that's not gonna be able to play right now, um, but definitely focused on the future, trying to develop their guys, and in my opinion, one of the best pass it forward. Um, uh, sort of point guards that we have in the league. So pairing him with somebody like um, Halliburton is great, but we'll get to our grades for that one later too. Yes, uh, the next trade we have coming up here, we've got the deal between the Blazers and the Pelicans. So the Pelicans got CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell for Josh Hart, uh, N-A-W, <laughs> and Thomas Sadoransky, Lois Sada, and a couple picks. Uh, what do you guys think about this one? So I... um. This is one of those trades that that kind of confused me on like what is Portland doing? I, I don't I don't know, right? Is is really yeah. the short answer. They're giving up. I mean this this is another trade as well, but Norman Powell and we could talk about that. But um like they they made all these trades to kind of build this squad and 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 and, and build upon what they've been doing with Dame and CJ. Mm-hmm. And then they let CJ go. It's like I, I'm not a fan, to be honest. Like Portland's, they're in limbo. Like they're a day, a dame trade away from being the Kings. <laughs> Just uh, keep, we're gonna reference them the whole night. I feel like, right? But seriously, they're 
they're they're lacking draft picks, good draft picks, right? They're going to be stuck in that kind of purgatory 12, 14, 15 draft picks uh, in terms of position. And then, um, I mean, for the Pelicans, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I, I don't really know what they're doing either. I think it all depends on Zion and if he's really happy there or not. Um, if he puts on the, you know, the James Harden fat suit or not, we'll see if, you know, what he does to get out of there. It does. But, uh, you know, in theory, you've got a McCollum, Ingram, Zion, big three. Can you win with that? TBD. I mean, it's, it's the West, right? I mean, yeah. you, you know, Jonas Valanciunas is a baller too. He's, he's always getting his double doubles and, and helping out down low, but, um, they're, they're just one of those weird teams to me. Like, you can't really figure them out. Ingram hasn't really made that superstar step yet, which I thought he would, personally. Um, you know, he's, he's borderline all-star, right? He's made it. I think he made it last year. But um, I'm not a fan of, of either. Am I allowed to not like either side? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of – McCollum's getting old, too. I mean, he's not old. He's 30, 31. But he was never, like, one of the prime athletes in the NBA, right? I, mm-hmm. I think his, his – his, prime per se is going to end in a couple of years so i don't really know what the point of the trade is at that point yeah i i i think to be completely honest i think the trailblazers uh which is kind of weird to say i think they started to take a decline when they traded uh, gary trent jr I, I think that was it's not like the biggest move it's not like you're talking about trading dame at that point in time but i thought he was like one of their biggest offensive uh, uh, pieces coming off the bench. So, you know, in that point in time to, 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 to trade him like that, it was kind of weird. Um, and I think they've kind of just like been in limbo a little bit since that, that trade. So yeah, McCollum, we, I mean, I guess we already, we knew it was time for them to break up. So, um, you know, you trade them, but I almost feel like there was a, like, there's other places you probably could have gotten more, you could have gotten more back from McCollum. It's not like you're you're tossing about you're trading Kevin Love at forty. You know what I'm saying? This is this is right. not that. This is McCollum is still a, a a a piece that you can build with. He, of course, he's not going to be the 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 centerpiece, but second or third piece on a on a on a team that on a young team, especially depending on which one you're talking about. Um, I thought that it could have been a better move. I don't expect him to stay in New Orleans. I don't think because New Orleans doesn't know what they're doing either. I I almost feel like you, Jonathan, where it's kind of just like, eh, cool, but because eh. Zion is not staying. <laughs> I really don't think he is. He's not staying. I, I, so just, I don't know what the point was to, for this move. I, I I'm I'm maybe maybe just say, hey Zion, look, we're trying because Zion doesn't want you know they have a next to OKC one of the biggest chests of draft picks out there, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, what is that? You know, by the time those draft picks develop, you know, Zion's already developed. You would say, right? Um, by the time those draft picks come in and develop, he's in year eight, nine. He, he ain't gonna be there in year eight, nine. I'm telling you right now. He, he'll run his like, rookie contract, like and he'll run that. Yeah, exactly. He's not. It's just not gonna work out. You know. Yeah. And I, honestly, I'm, I'm. You might call me crazy because some people think Zion's game's different than others, but. I don't know if he really fits the team the way it is right now, to be honest. Mm, he doesn't. I, agree. I mean, Valentunas is down there taking up the paint. He's not a perimeter shooter. Maybe he improves. I hope he does. It's the only way he's going to last in the NBA. Um, and, 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 you know, Ingram Ingram is the primary guy at, at this point. Yeah. You know, when he's healthy, hopefully he stays healthy. But yeah. um, where – I mean, 
and, and then the other token, you can say that's dumb. It's Zion. You can just go and get 10 points, 10 boards, and five assists and call it a day, right? But, uh, you know, he's he, on the court, though. He wants yeah. to, he's on the court, but he wants to be the star. Whether he deserves it or not is one thing. I personally don't think, you know, a little more proving, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, they're, they're in a really weird spot with him, especially. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and when you're building around three guys that are going to be out 20 games a year at least, um, you're, you're going to have a hard time in getting a, a good enough position exactly. To, to right. do and well it goes back West. to the draft picks. I mean, realistically, who do the Pelicans have that they really develop themselves? The, Pel- the Pelicans' entire roster is the Lakers develop players that came over. Not even just that. Every person <laughs> that they've had that was big ship out. left. Chris Paul, Goodbye. Davis. Like, you can't. They have no track history. They have nothing to actually. So, so you're saying, you know, what, what you help with, or what you hope with the injuries, right? You know, you, you have Zion or or Ingram or anybody else out for 20 games plus. Even McCollum's been out too. Let's be real yeah, here. Yeah. And he's getting older. Yeah. You. What do you hope? You hope that those draft, if they keep them, the draft picks that they have, develop into guys that can play key roles when those guys are out. Mm-hmm. They can't develop. I, I look, they're not getting the time. They can't when develop. They're there, yeah. Jackson they can't, Hayes. They can't Jackson, develop. Jackson Hayes was another guy that I was kind of wor- like looking at. Like when he, his rookie year, I was like, okay, this this guy can do something. But uh, like again, it, it may maybe it's just the city. I don't I don't know what it is. But like letting like trading Alonzo uh, Ball too, or letting him walk like that just that didn't make any sense to me either. Like I think it's the Pelican. As soon as they went to the Pelican, the, <laughs> the mascot is garbage. Y'all are, and 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 like the Hornets are doing their damn thing. They got swag, and I hey, think a part of it has uh, to do with I that color scheme. I'm telling you, it's that Pelican, bro. Switch it up. Um, the gold is fine. I like the gold. Get another mascot, and maybe you'll be in a better spot. Yeah, <laughs> man. Listen, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. No. No. This so is- if we could give grades, what do you what do y'all giving the Pelicans on this one? Uh, I think I. It sounds bad. I think I'm giving them a, close to a D, man. I mm. it, and it's not that okay. So it, it's it's all of it together. Mm. Talent coming in. Let's not be dumb here. McCollum's a talent. We know Ingram's a talent. If Zion plays, he's a talent. Valentine's a talent. Can that coaching get it together? Right? Can they stay healthy? I think all the answers to that is no. Yeah. So in the end, you bring in a high price vet who is injured, has been injured himself, is getting older, is not known to be the most in-shape guy in the league, you got some bad news coming. Yeah. No? Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm going to go D. I, I, I just, I got to be honest. Yeah. I was going to say C or D as well, because, like, Josh Hart, another player that they shipped off, like, of course he's not, he's not your your, your go-to player, but, I mean, he's one of those guys, those glue guys that you need on the team, and, 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 Am I crazy? So I'm talking more so in the next maybe two to three to four years. What's the difference between Hart and McCollum in terms of uh, impact on the team? Depends on what I feel like even now, (laughs) even now has a better upside. He has a better upside, but But, you know, it's it's tough just considering all the above, right? Because I think Hart's the only consistent player to not be injured as much as anybody else. So you gave away your one consistent cog. I don't know. You know, I, it's, I it's tough. Know. I may be wrong. And I hope I, the Pelicans, I mean, they got to finally be good at some point. <laughs> Getting picks from the Pelicans, though, is what is what makes my Portland grade good. But I'm, I'm going to give them a B for the Pelicans. I, the reason why I agree with a lot of the points you guys said, but 
it's important old adage you got to get something to get the band going again you got to make some make your guy feel good he's been completely um checked out even when he's there uh so try to make him like you said try to make him feel like you're you're doing something for him i think if they all get on the court at the same time i think they're going to be a fun team to watch um honestly. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they look when they're on the court, uh, but we're not going to see that for a while anyways, but I'll give them a B because uh, who knows, it could turn out to be the right move in the long term and maybe potentially keep Zion there. So that, that's what, that's what you're aiming for anyway. Uh, so what do you guys think about Portland? I'll start us off. Um, I don't get this move. And this was, this was the one move for me uh, that I really felt like could have benefited waiting until the off season, because mm -hmm. why, why bottom out now? Like why mm -hmm. you still got a long season to go try to go for that. One of those 10, eight spots. We thought you were going to be higher in all mm -hmm. honesty, when the season started, uh, what's the point of bottoming out now and just making Dame even more upset. Um, wh why not just play out the season and, and give, um, give Chauncey a fair shot for the rest of the season. I don't get it. Um, as far as draft picks, uh, you want to get those Pelicans picks, especially because mm -hmm. of all the factors you said, you could see that team blowing it up within the next two years. Um, and that won't be a surprise. So maybe it, it pans out in the long term. Um, but I don't get that move for Portland. I feel like they could have waited and got an even better package from another team that's hurting for someone like that. That's a on the ball scorer. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a C for the, for Portland. Yeah, I mean, they could have even traded him to Sacramento for Halliburton. That's one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, King, the Kings, the Kings are, are desperate to make some big money moves. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't get. It. I mean, I, I think I agree that that's that that is a move that could have waited to the off season. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're doing Chauncey wrong too. I, I, I. I don't see him if he's coaching next season. I uh, I think that's pretty that's pretty much it for him. They kind of set, set them in up. up. Yeah, yeah, they set them up. up yeah. But the thing is, and, and I would say, being that he's a newer coach and he's he's kind of getting his, his feet wet still, why not just trade them all? Like if you're gonna go right now, they're bottoming out, but but letting Dame and Chauncey suffer. So mm -hmm. I, I mean that you're you're you know Dame deserves to be. He's been loyal. I mean, to the T, right? I don't, I don't and, and I don't get it. And, you know, at that point, do him some justice. I don't care where you send him. Just send him somewhere. And at the same time, when he's gone, less pressure on Chauncey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's already been reports out there that he, Dame isn't too happy with Chauncey in the first place, mm -hmm. you know, him, him being hired. Mm -hmm. So so it, it's just a very awkward situation for everybody involved. Um, and, and on the opposite token, where I said Josh Hart's that, or you said Derek that Josh Hart's that glue guy. He's the guy that you want to come in. What the hell does they, do they need glue right now for? They ain't nothing to put together. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I mean, maybe I think Josh Hart. We all could probably agree. He he's past any future development. I think he's that's his role going to the NBA from now on, and that's he fine. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Some players make a hundred million dollars in their career doing that only. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but Portland has nothing to put together, so it's, it's they're so stuck in this weird position. And and there was a comment out there I saw it on Twitter. I think it might have been uh, Wojnarowski or or Shams. You know, they, they they have sixty million in cap, and they're hoping to bring in two superstars. Who? Portland. <laughs> Who the hell are you looking to bring in? First of all, <laughs> ain't nobody hitting free agency. Let's be real, okay? Because Harden was the only chance you possibly had, and he just agreed to the player option next year. Yeah. And who the wants to go to Portland? Because of 
who knows what's going on with this injury, Dame? I mean, th- it's no. just not happening. No, it's not happening. They got to trade him. I don't know who even has the assets to make that trade happen. Because if Harden can get, what did Harden get? They they got three first round picks, uh, two young, uh, yeah, two young players. Who has that right now? I mean, the the the, the chest Oklahoma. is empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if Dame goes there. I think he's gonna retire. <laughs> he's not. He's not going to OKC. He's not going happily to OKC. So, I, I listen. It, it's a very, very, very bad trade for both sides, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, in d- differing degrees. If Zion and everybody decides to come together, I'm good with the Pelicans. That works out. Yeah. Hey, I, what's the purpose of the Portland one? I give it an F. It's an F. It, it is the literal worst decision you can make for that squad at the current moment. If this were last year's Portland squad. Mm. Everybody kind of healthy Things are coming together still Yada yada I maybe see it But then you lose McCullum And the, their boys And you lose the momentum And it's The whole situation is just tough Carmelo too Tough Carmelo Yeah too. Carmelo was one right. of the guys I thought they should have kept I don't I don't know why They just let him walk I, I, Dane I, was pissed I, I know yeah. I know Dane was pissed Yeah yeah, I know Dan was pissed about that. But. So, yeah, D or F for me, too. Uh, All right. We can move on. With this one, we kind of double dipping on, but you love to see it. Pacers and Kings. Uh, the logistics of this one, Pacers are getting Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson, your friendly neighborhood cheating cheating piece of shit. And then the Kings <laughs> are getting Dem- <laughs> Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and Jeremy Lamb. Um, I'll start this one off. I really feel like, a lot of people have been shitting on this trade on both ends, and I, I don't really get it. I'm not going to lie. I think in specifically when you look at these teams and what they're giving up, these are positions that they had log jams in, especially for the Pacers. Um, you're giving up Sabonis. I agree. I love Sabonis. I'm an OKC fan. I, I let the slander slide. But um, him going there, he was their star for a long time, even more yeah. so than Turner. Uh, so everyone sort of looks at it as a bad move. Um, but I think they're going for that run and gun sort of play style and he doesn't really fit that. Uh, so giving that up, I don't think is going to be the biggest issue long-term. Um, I agree. As far as the King side of it, uh, you, you might've want to give up other guys instead of Tyrese. Cause he was really their bright spot. Um, but I think they want to really lean on that pick that they made, obviously this season um, to that high draft pick to sort of get him some burn. Um, I believe his name is Zaire, get him some burn, let him play. And um, obviously just open things up for Fox. I think this can be a case of addition by subtraction for both teams in the long term. Um, I watched that Sacramento Kings Timberwolves game and they look, they look pretty good. They look like they're, they're figuring something out, um, having some consistency with who's going to be on the floor for that team uh is gonna help um long term do i think this makes either team a real playoff threat not at all um but it was important to sort of hash out these roles and give these guys their spots on the roster uh mm-hmm. so i don't i didn't hate it as much as everybody else did but as far as who you would peg as the winner um you gotta say the pacers oh yeah yeah for sure for sure they, they definitely won that trade and i actually think like jonathan uh, said it earlier but like I, what Indiana is actually doing is like overall, I'm 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 liking it. I'm liking it. They're 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 not. Buddy Heald, whether he stays or doesn't, I think that they have secured themselves another trade piece, um, in case he doesn't commit. Like, 
but I think Indiana has something that they can build on. And I think it's it's uh, very interesting to see what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, I agree. They had a lot of jams with those positions with both teams. So why not do it? But Fox was the guy I thought they were, that was gone. I, I really I, – Halliburton was – I would have put money on Halliburton's stand because mm-hmm. they, they had already said it that he was he, – they weren't trading him. They already told him uh, 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 right before the trade. You ain't got nothing to worry about. You're not being traded. And went right into trading him. So I don't know. I don't. I, I somewhat think like the Kings are 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 lucking up into something okay. <laughs> I don't think they did it on purpose. I think I think it's just like a, a lucky thing that they just kind of you know got a bonus, and I think they can somewhat do something. But I really don't. I don't know what the front office is, is is really thinking. I don't even know if they have an actual uh, a map to success. And if they do, then they should have thrown that out. Because <laughs> I don't know where the hell I got Zaire from. It's Davian Mitchell. Sorry about that. Davian Mitchell. Uh, but what what are your thoughts on this, Jonathan? Uh, so I mean, Pacers, one hundred percent for it. Um, I, I mean, Buddy Heald, uh, Halliburton. To Hallib- like I was saying a little earlier, the Halliburton away from the Kings makes no sense. Darren Fox has been in the league quite a bit. I just don't see what they saw to choose him over Halliburton. Um, I guess he may have pictures of somebody in the front office doing something wrong or something. I don't know. <laughs> he convinced him to stay. But it, it's, at the same time, I mean, honestly, it, it goes back to the, the this is a business, right? I mean, yeah. it, it, it always will be. Players need to understand that Halliburton was promised. But at the same time, uh, you know, the, the, there's always wrong business decisions made out there. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I think this would be one situation for the Kings where they're going to look back and say, "Well, damn, yeah. I, I I messed up." So it's on Halliburton to prove it, though. I mean, you know, it, it's use that chip on your shoulder. Uh, Buddy Healed finally got out. I hope he can produce there. I think he's I think he's going to be an eventual flip. Yeah, I think Buddy Healed they're going to use for another piece, um, yeah. but he does fit. I mean, like you guys said, you put four shooters around Miles Turner. Uh, there might be a move to make. I just, you know, they got to continue to develop these players. Like, we, you know, we were talking about a little earlier, the Pacers kind of lost that that magic they had with doing that. Um, but Halliburton's kind of shown, I mean, what, it's crazy because when they were talking about potentially trading either Fox or Halliburton before it happened, um, I obviously assumed that, uh, you know, Fox was out. Because I was like, you know, I think the game right before that, he had like 13 points, some six or seven rebounds and 17 assists. I'm like, there is no way to trade a Halliburton. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. they probably called uh, Jim Dolan and said, hey, what would you do, Jim Dolan? Yeah. <laughs> and Jim yeah. Dolan was probably like, the wrong thing. They're like, yeah. all right, we're trading Halliburton. <laughs> but no, nah, in all seriousness, though, they, I, I think the Pacers definitely won the trade, if you guys want to, you know, kind of ask that. But um, I give them an A. It, it's gonna it's gonna fit it's gonna work they got the young guys they got the young pieces they got the they got everything kind of popping off so um uh, as far as the kings i i'm just gonna the, for forever and i mean so I, i'll say this the, so bonus is such a, a high quality talent i'm not gonna give an f because they, like you said there, there was they needed that they needed another forward position tristan thompson was not that guy he's getting bought out anyway by the by the pacers um and and uh I need to hold off my grade. I think I'll give you have you guys do the grades first. I, I love the Pacers trade, for, yeah. you know, for for the Pacers, uh, the Kings are. I think it's a little TBD. 
Uh, and Fox really needs to turn into that superstar for it to be worth it. I, I think he mm. literally needs to be a top five point guard for me for me to say that they won that trade. Yeah, and he's not he's nowhere near there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Which sure. I'm actually kind of, I'm actually kind of surprised he's, when when he came into the league, it, it seemed like it was possible within the next few years that he would. Um, yeah, I'm giving Indiana an A for sure. I think I'm going to give Sacramento like a C just because I really don't know whether this is good or bad for them. I like it's I'm going to just give them a C and just say I'm going to be in the middle. Um, I think that is very possible that this could actually be good for them, but that depends on Sabonis and Fox for sure. Uh, And and really who, you know, who they're going to, uh, uh, surround these guys with, you know, they they they're not done building this this roster, <laughs> at least from what I could tell. But they just might be. They're, they're dumb enough to just be be finished. But hey, that's it. You know, I mean, they're not gonna get any free agent, big free agent, to come even have a meeting with them, let alone sign. So I, there's nothing they have to go through the draft. So yeah, yeah. For me, I'm gonna give um, I'm gonna give the Pacers an A as well for all the reasons you guys said. I think um, they're they're gonna be a team that we're gonna have to look at in in these next couple of years uh, as an upcoming you know new force in the East. As far as the Kings, uh, you guys are hard. You guys are hard on them. I'm gonna give them a B for this one. And hear me out. I feel like if anyone in this trade has all eyes on them, it's a bonus. He needs to be able to deliver uh, as far as he's the, the big promise piece in all of this, mm-hmm. even more so than Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, you're going upside with, with somebody like him. He needs sort of win now big moments. And I think the biggest part of why I like this trade is it's going to take a little bit of pressure on Harrison Barnes on being a power forward. They were playing him so much at, at those big positions. You want to be able to sort of have him on the wing where he belongs, in my opinion, give him a little bit more room to operate. And um, I like Sabonis' game. Not a lot of people are really too interested in him because of the way he plays. Um, mm-hmm. But I think he he's sneaky on that Vucevic level where he could he could be dominant in certain games. And he was dominant against the Wolves, um, especially down low. So I think if, if Sabonis plays well um, and everyone sort of fits into their role, as imagined after they let go of all the sort of excess guards, um, I won't be surprised if we see this team in about that eight range next year, even not even too, mm. too many years beyond. So I, like I said, everyone has been shitting on the Kings rightfully. So I think they they're, they're known for making bad decisions. Um, I think this one isn't as bad as some of the other ones though. Yeah, there was a picture of a fan that had a sign at the Kings game last night that said, welcome to hell, Adonis. <laughs> oh no <laughs> my poor so, listen i listen i'll take both of your perspectives along with mine i'm because i like sabonis that much i will give it a if everything works out a C. but he needs a ball i mean he needs to like superstar ball <laughs> i mean for it to be worth it you're yeah. you're talking i mean we're, what position are they in to say like sabonis is going to take us to the promised land right now they're not yeah. right, but if he can show that he can lead that team, what is he now? He's only twenty, I think twenty five, six. I'm not sure. He's young. Yeah, he's he's, he's a, you know he's not even in the true you know real prime is like twenty five, twenty eight in the NBA. Yeah. So I mean he, so in that in that sense, they have about two to three years before they should contend. 
right? Because a, a prime for a, the prime for the NBA player typically starts at 28 to 32. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's got to keep improving. He's got to keep doing his thing. And, and hopefully it happens. I agree. All right. Uh, next move. <clears throat> this one was <laughs> straight garbage. I, I don't know what this does for either team. Uh, Thunder Gret grabs KZ Okpala from the heat for a second round pick. Any Anything that wants to be said about this? No, right? I, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my phone. I saw that. I was like, yeah, all right. Just trading just for the sake of trading, I guess. I, I don't know that. I don't even know who he is. Listen, but I, you know, <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw the trade <laughs> announced by Woj and, and Shams, and I go, what if that's the only one of the day? <laughs> <laughs> everybody's no. all hyped about these different trays and stuff like that and it's like shams you know pops up on the tweet what the f-? <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah no nah, nah, nothing to nothing to speak home about For hopefully sure. he's good does you know hey he's still in the nba though making that, mm-hmm. making that paper so hey anybody in the nba is better than me i'll say that you know it, yes, that's, that's one thing you just you notice with the nba is like yeah you know, these so uh, it's funny uh, uh Little little tangent here, but Kevon Looney for, mm-hmm. the, for the Warriors, the center. There was a video of him. I think it was posted in the OTS group, and he was a baller. Yeah. He was the point guard for his high school team, averaging 30, 15, and 11. <laughs> point crazy. guard. And I want this it, with that, I want to get too deep into that, right? But one thing I will say is we need to have coaches stop limiting these players when they know they have other skill sets. It goes back to even Shaq. Yeah. Because Shaq had more skill set than just going around and throwing people around, right? Yeah. He could dribble a little bit. He had a little wiggle in him. I don't know if you guys really remember the highlights back in the days, but he mm-hmm. I mean there we know mm-hmm. that Shaq could ball besides mm-hmm. just the, the, the dominating force he was. So uh and you know, now he I, has range. I, well, this is thing. It's, it's now, <laughs> listen, I am I am a proponent of team expand the skill set. Because you can't say that, you know, we are stretch fours and this and that, and then not allow Looney to do little things like that. I mean, for me, obviously, Curry's like the centerpiece. I'm not try- trying to say he should be point center and take it away from Curry. That'd, that'd yeah. be crazy. But in the future, hopefully these coaches start to allow these these expansion of skill sets. It's, it's only going to help the squad. Versatility is never a bad thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, this next one's a three-team trade, so it's going to be interesting to see how we hash this one out. Uh, Jazz, Blazers, and Spurs. So the Jazz are getting from Portland a piece they just traded for, Nikel Alexander-Walker, and then another piece from San Antonio, which is Juancho Hernan Gomez. That's going to the Jazz. Uh, Blazers are getting Joe Ingles from the Jazz, Elijah Hughes also from the Jazz, and a second-round pick. And then the Spurs are getting Thomas Sodoransky from Portland and a second-round pick from utah joe ingles is out for the season right Mm -hmm. so doesn't do anything this year but where the confusion is with the blazers at the beginning of of the week this is very interesting um that they bring him in you know so do keep in mind this is his last year though this is the last oh, on, the contract. on his contract. Oh, Expired contract. Yeah, never mind then. That's salary. That's the salary dump. That I was about salary to say. dump. Yeah. All right. Well, the- <laughs> <laughs> F for the Blazers, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I thought the same clue? thing though. 
I didn't know I he, for, you know, at first, I did not think that. He used to do their initial tweet and then they'll say, like, oh, yeah. this is what the team was thinking of doing when they did this. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I thought he had one more year. Mm-hmm. This is it, man. <sighs> Yeah, he's go. He's he's going back to the Jazz. Oh yeah, yeah, sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he didn't want to leave there ever. Yeah, so. eight years. So wow. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that then. Yeah, <laughs> Jazz, Jazz won this. <laughs> the, the weirdest move for me is why why get that piece in NWA? I'm not gonna say his whole name over and over again. Yeah. Why get that piece and then flip him right there? Because you would you could argue. Josh Hart is not even enough of a one. He's yeah. more of a two A yeah. and a two B. You got an NWA. So why yeah. why give away the second best piece in that trade? I don't get it. The Blazers are not trying to do anything this year. I almost I, what? But the thing they're what are they trying to do at all? I almost feel <laughs> like you're getting second rounders. I almost, feel, I almost feel like they're trying to force Luller's hand because none of this makes sense. How could you though? Like that's so grimy. I mean, I I don't what is I I just don't see what they're trying to like just piss him off. I, well, he's being he's being loyal. Yo, look, 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 look. I mean, what do you want from him? You went out and got the coach he did not want. You just traded his best friend on the on the team after not getting Carmelo back last year. <laughs> I I don't. And you bring him Josh Hart and and. Joe Ingles is just going to attend games. Like, is like, what, what, what are we talking about here? Nurkic. Listen, if the, man, honestly, he was, a, he was a fan of Terry Stotts. This Terry Stotts was a decent coach there. You know, it, I, I'm kind of on the other opinion where you don't really c- kind of discredit West Western Conference coaches too early, right? I mean. The Western Conference has been this good for since what 2000, if not more. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's just man, it, I don't know. Dame's got to ask out, he doesn't want to, though. He's so loyal, it, and it goes back to his roots of where he's from and you know, yeah. and, and his background and stuff. But I'm out, I'm sorry, listen, yes, sir. <laughs> In my opinion, I'm out. But that's, yeah, that's what time, I'm time to I start think... playing some my career over there. You got to request yeah. the trade or something yeah. crazy, yeah. Um, so do we even give grades on this? Um, I, if anybody gets a good grade for this, I guess it's the Jazz. Um, you get uh, a young, two young players, and you're giving up what Joe Ingles, an expiring contract, and someone that probably wasn't even playing, Elijah Hughes. Um, I guess they're the ones that come up on top, but e- even then, you're getting a B at, <laughs> at best. So yeah, this this trade sucked. Yeah, you know it's but, funny you mentioned the, the the no name right with Elijah or the guy that doesn't really play, but Derek and, and Chris, you may agree too. I feel like I need to start researching the NBA deep. I, I used to know every roster top to bottom. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of young guys I don't know right now. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like, I, I, I am I getting old? I think My wife I, said there's a gray hair back there. And I, <laughs> listen, <laughs> that's fine. But now I'm, I go and look at the NBA roster. I'm like, who is yeah. Bob the Builder? Like, who? what <laughs> where did he start playing? I, I don't, where, where? That's how like, I felt with that Miami trade. Like, where's James Jones? <laughs> <laughs> where's Rasheed Wallace? Haslam? Haslam. Where's Rasheed Wallace? Where's Where's uh, Where's Tony Allen? Where'd yeah. They go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think. But yeah, I, I, Utah definitely won this, especially if, if it plays out the way you're saying. I agree. That 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 Ingles ends up coming back next year. Hmm. All right. 
Uh, next up, we got Magic and Celtics. This is a big dump for your Celtics. Uh, you gave away Ball Ball, PJ Dozier, and you got back a second round pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not much to talk about on this one, right? Nah, nah. I was actually excited to see Ball Ball, though, because I was, I was, I hyped him up. I hyped him up. But I'm telling you right now, I had him backing up uh, 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 Robert Williams on 2K. And I was like, oh, I like this. Like, he's got, he's got a little range to him. I'm excited to see him actually play in Boston, and there, there you go. So <laughs> that's another log jam too. I don't know what they're trying to do with that uh, front court. It's weird. We'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> no, I was talking about, um, I was talking about the Magic now that they got ball, ball. Um, well, I don't, I, I don't see him staying. No. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think ball, ball and Dozier are both done for the season too. So I think yeah. this may be injured. Like, yes. let's, let's see what they're kind of about next year. But yeah, uh, maybe you're right, Derek. I don't know. But I, I, ball Ball's talented though. Like he, he is. You know that was it the X. Well, I hate talking about the bubble, but the bubble uh, in the exhibition games, he was averaging like 25. You know, they, they played like those five, six games before the season actually started. Mm. Um, he was balling out, and then he expensed him, and then he's just falling apart since, I guess. But. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, Derek. I, I thought you guys would have kept them and just kept them out of two way or something. Mm-hmm. But I I figured keep them, move, uh, you know, and and see what happens next year. Those year I thought too. See what happens yeah. next year. But yeah, it's cool. Cool man. Get a little second round pick. Not too bad. Next up we got Raptors and the Spurs. Raptors are getting Thaddeus Young, Drew Eubanks, and a 2022 second round pick for Goran Dragic and a first round pick. And it's come out that they're going to um, work for a buyout for him. Uh, I guess this is a cap move for San Antonio, but what, who are you trying to get? I, I don't know. San Antonio has been gunning it this week. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think if he gets bought out, does... Is that a is that a player that LA looks at or does he just They're looking run away? at everybody? They're looking yeah, at everybody. I think, I think he's gonna run away. I don't think he's they're desperate. Go <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that could pick up Dragic though. I, I think he'll be a good fit in a lot of different squads. But yeah. So yeah. I need to talk about with the Spurs in general. What happened? So it even goes back to what we talked about the Pacers. Mm-hmm. What happened to the Spurs development? What happened? Like they, they, all of these play. So I'll say this, the players are developing individually and you, I don't know if you guys watch much of the Spurs games. I'm, you know, Jeremy that helps out with OTS fans, huge Spurs fan. Mm-hmm. Talk to him all the time. We watch games uh, sometimes or whatever. And um, they're, they're not being developed as a team. It seems like, right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the individual talent is improving. Dejounte Murray is going to turn into a superstar soon. I totally get that. Um, but they're, Nothing's clicked since since the, the main era of, of the Spurs dynasty, right? Yeah. Um, I I think it's time for a Greg Popovich change, man. I don't know. I don't know who for his sake almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I, I, mean, I was still I was kind of shocked that they um didn't try to keep Becky on 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 the staff because that's who I just figured they were just gonna move on with uh, next year. Because I, I I don't I don't see Popovich staying. I I. I I thought he was gonna retire last year, to be completely honest. So going into this year, I didn't didn't think much about it. But I agree that they're not doing much team development. The the, the the individual players for sure, but the team development is not there at all. 
So I, it's I don't so know. weird though, because they're still not. It's not like they're garbage. They're not. Um, I, I feel like they're in that same spot, kind of like we talked about before. They made these moves, like the Pacers. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to contend, trying to contend, but they don't have the pieces. So they always end up in that bottom range, um, trying to contend for a playoff spot. Uh, yeah, I don't watch. I don't watch too much of them, but I, I just feel like this move specifically is them saying, you know, it's time to. It's time to bottom out and try to figure out how, how we get truly good again. Um, because yeah. this trying to contend every season stuff isn't working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah. all right, this next one, a blockbuster trade. The Suns get Aaron Holiday for cast considerations. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's only right. Uh, this this one is actually, I think, pretty big. Uh Hornets yeah. and the Wizards. Hornets are getting um Montrez Harrell from Washington. Uh, for Vernie Carey Jr. Ish Smith and a second round pick. Um, what do you, what do we feel like this does for the Hornets? Cause I, I think lately they've, they started off real hot and, and they really gave it, made us that have that feel good feeling that they're going to actually figure out a way to make stuff happen this season. Um, I kind of like this fit cause they kind of need one of those guys. They already have a lot of guys that are like big momentum uh, people that they make a big play and then yes. um, every, the whole place is going crazy. The announcer's mm-hmm. doing his damn thing. Um, but I feel like he fits in to do some of that grimy work. Not, not, not going to be dunking on people, um, but let's, let's get those rebounds. Let's get everybody else moving back in transition. Uh, I like this fit for, for the Hornets. I, I'm I'm a thousand percent with you. So I think, <clears throat> so I'm I'm telling the, the world now. When my Carmelo retires, Lamelo will be my new favorite player. So uh, I'm I'm a big Puma guy. I wear Puma everything. I have Puma hats, Puma shoes, Puma clothes, just all the time. Puma, uh, and he's signed by Puma. So you know I'm gonna get all his kicks and all that too. But uh, so Lamelo is my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, so. Watching the Hornets games, I'm not going to say I'm a Hornets fan, but just watching a ton of the games and kind of following them, they're missing exactly what you said, Chris. That guy, so the equivalent of like the enforcer in hockey, the guy that's going to go out there, get in people's faces, be aggressive, get that, um, just that that mindset change. Because a lot of them are, you know, the team as as they are now, very finesse. Mm -hmm. Gordon Hayward, LaMelo Ball, Mason Plumlee. They're not really the Ubre, right? They're not, they're not very big, intimidating or mentally intimidating players. Terry Rozier, Derek, a little bit of both, right? He's, he's not, he's He's a little, his game is finesse. His mentality is what that is. Right. Yeah. Um, so they need somebody who's going to go in there and bump heads. Rozier can't be your only dog. No, really. And no offense that, you know, that's like when I go hoop at LA, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm not intimidating people at, at yeah, five, yeah. seven, one sixty-five. Yeah. It's just not happening. Yeah. You know, my yeah. boy, who's six, eight, three twenty, that when they try to fight me, I'm like, yo, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, listen, but for real though, like, you yeah. know, uh Trey, you know, we all know what Trez is. Yeah. He, he's that he's that boy. He's gonna go in there and get grimy, just like Chris said. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna pop off when it needs to be. Uh he's not afraid to go head to head with Jerome B, who's a freaking monster. Uh, or anybody else in the league, right? You know, he's never stepped down from anyone. He's used to step up to LeBron. I mean, it don't matter how big you are, who you are, he's gonna he's gonna go in and step up and do something. So, um, you know, that that's it's kind of a great piece. I think it's exactly what they needed. Uh, more depth for the front court. You know, who I think they're missing, and and I think Trez kind of fits exactly what they're missing. Bismack Bayambo used to be that guy for them, mm-hmm. right? He's over there in mm-hmm. the Suns, 
playing better than DeAndre Ayton's currently playing, by the way, or was playing better when, when Ayton was hurt. Yeah. Uh, getting the double doubles. I think he still gets minutes now. You know, they're they're pretty uh, log jammed up at the, the center spot. But um, you know, they they they, they maybe got that back. You know, it's, it's I think it's the last year of Chess's deal too. So it's it's kind of a good fit. See where it works and sign him back if you want. They do need uh some more defenders though. They need more defenders. That's my and thing. I, where do you Trez get that dog? Man? But he's not. He's not. He's not that defender. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, when he tries to be, he's fouling out. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's third there. Yeah, yeah right. Third quarter. Uh, I'll go out there and smack somebody, but yeah, you know, I'll be yeah. out the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gordon Hayward is out again for indefinite amount of time. Uh, sprained right. some ligaments in his ankle. So I, you know, I, I feel so bad for that guy. Um, always something, man. It's always something. But he's going to miss some considerable time. So, and, and and what he does for the team is is something that I don't know if you have another person like that on the roster in terms of like uh, uh, directing traffic a little bit. Um, the way he the way he uh, uh, facilitates the ball mostly um, is something that I think is a little underrated. So that's going to hurt them for sure. But if they can find a way to get a defender, one or two in the buyout market, I don't know who it would be, but they're not, they're, they're right back on track, I think. So I think this is a good move, but I think this is a move that would make more sense if Trez stays next year. And you can yeah. do, see what you do in the offseason. Well, House of the Hornets are actually good now, right? You know, it's, it's yeah, they, they have yeah, that pretty yeah. decent squad. Hopefully he wants to stay. And you have a star. Uh, yeah, and I can, but you know, I can see him going back to the clips. I think he's it's very possible. It. It's very possible. I think he's missed it. So yeah. I agree. I think that's going to be a huge factor is whether he stays there for good. Yeah. <clears throat> they didn't give up too much, which is always a good thing, too. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it, we'll, we'll see where it goes this year. I hope they win a, uh, at least a playoff round. That'd be dope. You know, they, yeah, they've gone from the bottom, from the bottom of the heap. Yeah. yeah. The biggest, uh, I'm just so glad they didn't try to uh, screw them out of a first rounder here because I feel like that's something the old Hornets would have did, like gave up a first rounder for a guy like this. But mm-hmm. uh, next up, we've got a four-teamer. Um, this one, low-key, I don't get it. For two of the teams, I do not get it. But Pistons are getting Marvin Bagley from Sacramento. Uh, Kings are getting DiVincenzo, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles. Some of these guys are going to get cut. There's no way yeah. <laughs> you got enough room on the roster for all these dudes. Yeah, right, um, right. Clippers are getting Rodney Hood, Semi Ojaleye, and somebody else that I can't pronounce his name. And then the Bucks are getting uh, Serge Ibaka and some second round picks. So um, obviously the Bucks are, are the one that we need to talk about here. Um, I think this is the most important move, um, even besides the Harden trade. Obviously, we're going to get to that in a second. And the reason why is because you got to have somebody <laughs> to try to help y'all against Embiid. And I, yes. I've, I, and you're not going to probably believe this, but from the beginning of the season, I, I made the call that the Sixers are going to be in the finals. Yes. And everyone was laughing at me. They said it didn't make sense that we had on the show. It's making even more sense right now. But you need someone to try to help you. It's not going to be one defender that's going to stop him or even slow him down. You need to throw a lot of bodies at him. And I love Ibaka, obviously, being an OKC guy. I think 
he's not that defensive player either, even though he's known for getting blocks. Mm -hmm. um, but he can spread the floor and do a lot of the things that they sort of rely on Brooke Lopez to do. But he's just a, such a much better athlete. And I'm not saying that just because Brooke is white. Uh, Brooke is way <laughs> beyond, um, way beyond his 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 prime. And yeah. um, just sort of adding a little bit more of that energy uh, to that front court on the back end. So I think it's a sneaky good move for the Bucs. Um, any, anything else you guys want to talk about on this one? Yeah, I think uh, Ojale, I, I, he was with the Celtics, right? And there was always that, that, that hope that he was going to take that next step uh, uh, offensively. Defensively, he is, he is good. But offensively, you were kind of hoping he was going to do a little more, uh, pick up the pace in certain areas uh, and, and, and be a bigger contributor. Um, I, think, I think the Bucks saw what the Boston Celtics saw. It just wasn't going to happen. And I think just for that alone, you're able to get Ibaka. I think that 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 the Bucks won just in that move alone to me. That's I, like, I think this is very interesting for them. I think it's very interesting. I don't I don't know what what does for them long term, but I think this is going to be very interesting for the Bucks. We'll see what happens for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys. I will, it's, it's a move that should work. Hopefully it does work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of with it. Yeah. Um, in this day and age, I feel like contenders can't do no wrong unless you're giving mm -hmm. away the superstar player as part of your team or something like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you need the depth, right? Uh, Brooke, hope, I is Brooke going to come back? Did they say? I don't think, I mean, this may What's... be because he's not right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what his situation is. Because Brooke is a huge part of that team. I mean, yeah. even yeah. with, you know, obviously the, the purpose of bringing them in is is, is to kind of make up for what he, he's, you know, him not being there. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I hope he's back. I, the Bucks they have a long road hopeful. to go. They're hopeful that he'll be back by the end of the season. I mean, so yeah. at that point, they're probably expecting you usually got around 30 minutes a game. They're probably going to split that with the Bucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. It's kind of my guess, but um, yeah, man, I can't do no wrong. You're a contender. You're defending champ. You can add anybody. I'll say, okay, that's that's a good add. You're only adding to what was already there, if not more. So, and the best Enzo part, being gone though. Yeah, yeah, right. That's true. And they didn't get nothing to sort of fill that void. That, yeah, uh, another. Another sneaky good part of this trade, uh, Rodney Hood going to the Clippers. Not a superstar, not someone you're going to lean on to sort of be one of your key pieces, but uh, someone who's going to help you out to get some shooting down there. I've been surprised many times trying to bet against um, the Clippers this season. Uh, they, mm -hmm. They're trying whatever the fuck they could do to win, and I, I got to respect them for that. Yeah. Reggie Jackson is sort of their main option, <laughs> which is crazy <laughs> to watch because he yeah. when he goes off, he goes off, but um, not consistent whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's and I'm reaching for straws to say that's a good move. Yeah. Uh, next up, yeah, yeah, Celtics showed up again. I didn't get this one to be honest. Um, I guess you just want some guys off the roster. But um, mm -hmm. Celtics are getting Tice back uh, for Dennis Schroeder, uh, Freedom, who's already been waived, and uh, Bruno Fernando. Yeah, I, it, it it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, Tice was one of those guys that um, you put up, you put him out there with Horford. Um, it's very interesting, but I think even aside from that, 
Tice did some stuff that was underrated in terms of the ball movement, uh, stretching the floor even. Um, it makes a lot of sense. You know how you said it's addition by subtraction with the, with the other move? Um, I think that's what this is for them because Schroeder needed to go. He wasn't <laughs> he wasn't someone we needed. Um, so getting rid of him, um, getting rid of Ennis, uh, 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 Fernando wasn't even being used. I think Fernando played like maybe like around like two or three minutes a lot of times. I think you know, he got a couple of good runs, but he never really played. So um, I loved him in the summer league, which I was hoping that he was going to get some good good time at the four position, but I, it just it didn't work. So cool. I think I think Boston is actually um, better off with this move, and it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense that they they're. Bobo's gone. <laughs> he traded. He traded him. He traded uh, Moses Brown beginning of the season. Uh, so it makes sense that you go ahead. You go ahead and get a uh, Tice back, which I, I don't think. I think Brad Stevens didn't want him gone. So undoing what what Danny Ainge did makes sense. <laughs> Derek, I, you know damn well you're extremely excited about your boy Tice being back. I'm man. excited. You, listen, no, I'm, for years, yeah, this man told me how much he loved Tice. Not for years, okay? I don't even need to talk about the exact trade. I'm talking about Derek Myers, okay? Derek Myers is beyond excited that his boy, Daniel Tice, is back. Listen, I will yes. say one thing. I watched a Rockets game for a bet. I always watch games now for bets, but yeah. Tice played in this specific game. He still got it. Yeah. I mean, I know it's been only what a year and a half ish, not even. Yeah. Um, you know, he still got it. He can still get play some good defense. He can rebound. It's funny because I think was it mean you talk about it there or somebody else? Maybe another Suns fan. I don't know who it was, but um, they were like, "Oh, everybody's saying Tice is good now." Like blah blah blah. They used to say he was bad. Oh, I'm because... tired of that mess, man. Every, every time like, someone leaves, now all of a sudden, oh, people good. people just hate the Celtics. They do. You know they that. Do. Yes. Yes. And that's fine because. Yes. You know, I'm a Knicks fan. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I I think he he's gonna come in and help. Yes. You know, I, I don't know how much Bernie's gonna get. I love, I absolutely love Robert Williams. Do not take a minute out of his rotation. You don't. And, and I'm so let me say I'm wrong because I never talked to you about this, Derek. I had no faith in the man. I really didn't. Uh, I thought uh, Harford. I thought in terms of turning to what he is now, I had, I had yeah, no yeah. faith. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought they brought. Um, Horford in to, to kind of take his minutes away and, and, and have him be the starter again, but no. Robert said, hell no. I'm, this ship is on my shoulder now. This this ain't happening. So Yeah, I think honestly, I, I love Horford. I love him. I almost feel like it might make a little more sense to to bring him in off the bench. Um, slide Grant Williams at the floor, at the four. And, or it, with you know getting Derek White, you go smart white brown Tatum Williams and see see how that see how that goes. Uh, bring Horford off the bench. I, I think they have a lot of options now, and then they, they had like three or five roster spots open by the end of the day. So, I, so here's my thing though, stuff. yeah, you know, we can get the specifics when, when Chris ready to move on to it, but. I mean, you argue that's probably your best lineup, right, Derek? I mean, you got does Tatum like playing the four, though? That's my only question. I he does. I don't think he has a problem with it. 
No, I mean I, I, think, I, don't, I don't watch I don't, enough I games. I don't think he. I don't think he's. I'm, had I'm just team. Burn there. Whatever right? your superstar wants, you do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> so yeah, I just yeah. didn't know. You know, some some players just don't like moving up that to that next spot. Tatum, yeah. you know, he he likes to be on the perimeter, so maybe he likes to move down to the two. Yeah. And really, Brown plays the perimeter three, typically mm-hmm. on defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how, how much of a baller he is on defense. So yeah. Um, you know, I just you got to be careful. You don't want to. That's what I'm saying. Up, I, I, I don't. Either, so I don't think they're gonna play too much with the rotation. But I almost feel right. like it would make if you're gonna do something, it, it would make sense that that Horford you swap swap Horford for Williams, uh, and have them kind of mix their minutes around. Yeah, yeah. So so you allow Horford to come off the bench play with uh the second unit and we still have that that punch <laughs> you know what and I'm saying? listen Yudoka is Yudoka right your coach he's doing a lot better I listen I wanted better. to talk to you about that because you yeah. you just had this like you, you gotta be patient you're too spoiled as a Celtics fan okay I am <laughs> you are you, but I'm patient, you, you'd be the first to admit it I'm patient though he he first of all he comes from one of the best coaching trees ever right um but He's made very smart adjustments. It's like people say, like, don't listen to the Twitter world, and Twitter's not always right, and everybody that says that these changes need to be made shouldn't really actually happen. But some of the things I talk about in Celtics world, and I see it all the time because, you know, you, people's conversations pop up. Um, it's kind of he's doing what you guys want. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just it's basic common sense basketball. They're putting yeah. the right rotations together. Uh, yeah. they're, they're putting the right combos together, it seems like. And and he's he I'm gonna give him a lot of credit for for Robert Williams too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He challenged Robert at the beginning of the season, so yeah. he did. It's a wake up call. He stays right, healthy. Man. He's good. I love how um, because because Derek's here, we talked about this for like 20 minutes. Because if it was anywhere else, <laughs> no, we're not getting into the Celtics team. But uh, th- this is the one. This is the one we've all been waiting yes. for. Um, yes. I honestly didn't think it was gonna happen. And as soon as I opened my phone, I, I got it uh, on Twitter. I saw it before I even like got a notification from Bleach. I was like, oh, shit, like it, yeah. it really happened. Um, James Harden going to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond and two first rounders this year's and then 2027. Um, man, when I first saw this trade, I hated it. And, and, and it's for one reason. And it's the same reason why I, I said, you know, the, the Sixers could make it to the finals. Um, I hate that they gave Andre Drummond up in the spot. Uh, I hate it. I feel like he's one of the most underrated players on that team, especially defensively. Uh, sort of holding the glue whenever Joel's either injured or, or not playing at this, at that very second. Um, mm-hmm. And especially rebounding wise, like he gave them a big jolt. So if they could have somehow left him out, this, this trade would have been so much more good. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously once he read up on the contract, then I, I definitely felt better about it because initially I'm like, this is an expiring contract and you're giving away to your biggest pieces. Um, but either way, uh, it, it was time. It had to be done. Um, I'm looking forward. It, it's hilarious. You know, you get, I, I would usually thought when you come into New York, it adds to the depression. But somehow, Ben Simmons' mind is clear and he's ready to go. Uh, so good luck to him. I hope that all works out. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that we're ready for Harden being actually Harden um, with Joel Embiid on the same team. Like I don't think we're ready for that. If he's able to show up to that level, he hasn't yet this season. Um, in flashes in some games, but 
Um, if he shows up in a big way, I think there's no reason why the Sixers ever even have to think about this trade again, just because you got what you needed. Um, but I really, at first, I didn't like it at all. Now I'm, I'm a little warmer to it. You, you got what you could, and that's what it feels like. Um, mm-hmm. But how does, how does Ben Simmons fit in with the Nets? I, I don't get it, personally. Go ahead, Jonathan. Uh, so, I, uh, man, this, this goes deep. So I, I'm going to just speak on your Sixers point. They had to make it. So right now, just, just strictly look at this straight in the beginning. Ben Simmons wasn't playing. You bring in a, a, a top whatever player, 15, let's call it right now, a top 15 player, maybe he is 15, into an empty spot. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Along with that, the Sixers were able to keep Matisse Thybul mm-hmm. and Tyrese Maxey, who are two huge pieces of that team, right? Mm-hmm. But on the same coin, you mentioned, Chris, you mentioned uh, uh, Andre Drummond. I'm just going to throw the stat line out there real quick because you mentioned how, because Embiid does take his rest, right? The last game he took that rest was against the Memphis uh, Grizzlies on the 31st of January. 16 points, 8 of 11 shooting, 23 rebounds, 5 assists. You're going to miss that. He's averaging 9 rebounds a game off the bench. Yeah. He plays great defense. Yeah. Near, near, not as good, but near Joel Embiid type defense, right? Yeah. For when he's not there or when he's just not in the game because obviously they sum up for each other. That's a huge piece that the Sixers are going to miss. Now, in the end, if, and back to Chris's point, if, if Harden's able to step up to the Harden he's supposed to be, they'll have a good regular season and he'll, he'll choke in the playoffs again. But besides that, yeah, as always, Andre Drummond <laughs> going to the Nets is probably the lowest key of that trade. And I'll say, I'll say this. So as far as the Simmons fit, really to the point of your question, Kyrie's got to play the two. Right, he's gonna be the scorer. And I think it could work. Now, this is if Simmons is able to get out of his own head. They got a lot of head cases over there in in the nets. We got fragile KD when it comes to social media. We got like to burn sage wherever I see people, Kyrie. We got we got listen. I saw I saw a story, and this is not a fake story because I I triple checked it. Okay. I, I'm like the 17th of January, uh, Kyrie gives back to Cleveland to to play, obviously, you know, return to Cleveland. It was the same game where somebody in the uh, sidelines was like messing with him. He's like, I gave you all F and championship, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. That same yeah. game. Yeah. He goes around the locker room and says, oh, man, I still feel some demons up in here. Grabs Sage out of his bag and starts blowing, you know, whatever, around the locker room in front of James Harden. And Harden had this like, this is all according to the report. Look of like a, a three-headed beast in front of him. Like he just didn't know what the hell was going on. And they both had distaste for it. I guess Kyrie was pissed that Harden got pissed, and Harden was pissed because Kyrie was putting his age in front of his face. So <laughs> head case. We all I mean, so I, I look, I, I don't wow. want to get too deep into the vaccine choice or not. Everybody has their own choice. It is what it is. I am vaccinated. I I, I am pro-vaccine. I, I've always going back to uh uh, Everyday Genius, one of our podcasts, we, we have a guy who's in the bio world and knows about vaccines. And I've been a proponent of vaccines since the beginning. Whether yeah. you agree with me or not, whatever, I agree you should have your choice with it. So I'm on both sides if you want to say it. But Kyrie has cons- Kyrie doesn't have a leg to stand on when issues come up, right? That This is specifically Kyrie. It has nothing to do with the vaccine itself. 
Kyrie has broken teams apart multiple times. Everywhere he's, gone. everywhere he's gone so far, okay? <laughs> he has just not been available because the best ability is availability. We all know that. And he's conti- he's just not going to be there. So when we go to the playoffs, right? If <laughs> They almost want to not make a top four seed. You don't want four home, four home playoff games. You don't. You'd rather play away because then you have Kyrie for four games. Yeah. that That's where we're at now. Yeah. His choice to make. And the Nets, honestly, were very, extremely dumb for allowing him to come back part-time. I agree. I would have found a way to trade him, keep Harden, who Harden and KD were apparently boys. I don't know what happened. And KD threw a shot at him, apparently, too. He did. Um, Listen, I trade, in my opinion, I trade Kyrie. And and, and what's going to happen, Derek? And and it's going to, and Chris as well. Toronto doesn't allow any player unvaccinated to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Nets are going to end up facing them round one because they keep messing around with this damn schedule right now and they keep losing these games. And guess yep. what that means? Zero games for Kyrie. Yep. They're done. Yep. You're going to tell me Ben Simmons is going to come in there and, t- and drop 30 points that Kyrie's going to drop? No. But let's be real here. Okay. Do no. we know if Simmons has a mental capability to handle that? At this moment, we, we all kind of think he can't, right? He can't handle that load. And I, I don't know. It, it's just not going to work. In theory, it should work. Skill, fit, Andre Drummond coming there and filling a position of need. We talked about Jared Allen not being there. Andre Drummond could do the things that Jared, Jared could do or can do. Um, but based off of the, the, the storylines around it, it's not going to work because they're not going to play together. It's yeah. just not. And and honestly, you're going from Joel Embiid to to Kevin Durant. How much more pressure are you putting on yourself? Well, so I will. One thing I will say about pressure, because a lot of the stuff that Simmons and Kyrie and all of them complain about is pressure in the media. They chose the Nets because they were the least amount of pressure in that market. Let's be real here. In they, that market, if yes, they, but they, they command the attention. They still so, command the attention in the media as a whole. Absolutely, hundred so percent. They're always the, going to be the criticized. Same pressure. It it it, it doesn't right. even matter if they were like playing in a jungle somewhere. They're still going to get that that type right. of that type of pressure. So right. like. My whole thing is like, like you're saying, Kyrie's not playing. Simmons, he's good, but we've already I've this dude scored one point against the Celtics in the playoffs. One point. <sighs> like, <laughs> here's here's the thing about it though. I think he's I think he's gonna be able to do his part and play a little more like what he wants to play like over there. I don't think it's gonna to translate to anything because they didn't do much in, in, in Philly. And that was every year, you know. So I, I don't I don't see this doing much. I will say though, when Kyrie is out, the good thing is that they have Seth Curry, not the same level, know it, but he does a lot of little things that 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 I think Philly will end up missing. Um, that I think I think could come back to bite him. I think that could come back to bite him. He was doing very well on the pick and roll. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't think this trade was going to happen either. 
I, I thought they were pretty much stuck with each other to the end of the year and 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 Ben was willing to lose out on what 30 million dollars so right I right. that that's kudos to him for for sticking to his guns with it I don't think it was smart but you know you you, you feel you're that right about something put it like this if you if your feelings got hurt with um with Doc Rivers and Embiid for about one game we're just talking about one game, right? How much more do you think you're going to get from KD, Steve Nash, and I guess you can throw Kyrie in the, in the mix. How much more pressure do you think you're going to feel from yourself? From, from, from I know, that? and that's the thing. I would have flipped them. I would have I would have flipped Kyrie for, for any – I mean, well, before Brad Beal was hurt, right? Like Brad Beal. I mean, you had – Dame. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, Joe Harris is even coming back too. Like you said, I mean, when when Kyrie's not playing, the, you theoretically could start uh, Simmons, Seth, uh, Harris, Durant, and and Drummond. That's a solid lineup. In the end, man, they're gonna fall apart. Their second round exit, I, first round possible. Bro, I said this last year. I, like, I love it. I love it here because you know what's amazing <laughs> about that? The Knicks, I, I, I'm sorry. Every like 20 minutes, I keep bringing up the Knicks. The Knicks suck, right? Yeah. The Knicks suck. Everybody yeah. knows that. <laughs> when I see the Nets lose, it makes me very happy. I, I Listen, I am as happy when the Nets lose because they're supposed to be this great team as Stephen A is when the when Dallas loses as no you know what not even Stephen A as Derek Myers is when Dallas loses okay i i i they chose the bottom feeding sewage franchise Brooklyn Nets they are i don't care listen we could be freaking 1 in 81 and we will fill that goddamn stadium like dumbasses no matter what right every year and the Brooklyn Nets when we play there Finally fill the stadium with all Knicks fans because they have no fucking team there. They have no franchise. They're nothing. And they chose there to stay out of the spotlight. Yep. Well, that's what you can get. Yep. That's what you get. You get a, a guy with Sage, a guy <laughs> that puts a fat suit on, who wants to leave every franchise he goes to, a skinny guy that keeps getting hurt. They got no lotion anywhere near the, the, the facility. Got scales <laughs> and shit. Listen, I, I, <laughs> this is what they get. Move their asses back to New Jersey. Send them to, to bumfuck wherever. I don't care. All right? But I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was going to say, the Nets have the all-time head case team. Like, Durant is on that mm. list, too. Um, I, yep. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I was going to say, Sneaky, uh, you're glad. That, you should be glad that they didn't trade Kyrie because he would have somehow ended up on the Knicks. I'm telling you, if he would have went oh, anywhere, no, he would have somehow ended up over there. Kim- Kimball for Kyrie. Listen, if that, that happened, I, I, Derek, you know, I've been faithful. <laughs> I've been faithful. I don't like Kyrie. I, I would have to leave. I'm going straight to the wow. Charlotte Hornets. That would have been, that would have been a line. You, that's the line. That's the line for you. Do you, Kyrie. do you see what this motherfucker's doing, dog? I lived, I lived it for two years. I get it. I'm Correct. just saying, like, like, so that'd be my last. That's your line. Like, As a Knicks line. fan, though, you had a lot of lines. And that's, that's what I'm saying. One, bro. Like, Dolan? Like that's, that's how much I distaste the man. I really just don't. So I'm, the Kyrie conversation, I don't want to get too deep. I'm not trying to keep you up forever because I, I can do this for four hours with Kyrie. Just Kyrie alone. Kyrie 
Let me not get too much into it. I, I, I'll save it for another conversation. I'll save it for another conversation. All right. Derek knows most of this from just your own experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so this this wraps up our trade uh, discussion. Uh, this was fun as hell, man. I, I think yeah. we got to do this whenever there's a trade <laughs> deadline because this this was great. Yeah. Um, so now the big one, the one that we're all here for, yes, sir. Um, the Super Bowl that nobody thought we'd get. Uh, we got a home game. We got a home game in the freaking Super Bowl. Um, Bengals at Rams. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, first of all, uh, please talk about a little bit the, the fact we even got here because we didn't really even break down the divisional games last week. Yeah. And um, finally, just let, let, let's dive right into this. Yeah, man. I, I, I think that um, Cincinnati is special. I, I know that that hurts you. Bro, I, I I know that hurts you. I'm sorry. Cincinnati is special. And I think we've talked about it a couple of times already, but I think that um this is a team that's built for the next eight to ten years uh uh on this trajectory. Um they just need an offensive line. I think that for this for them to reach this level at, at this point in time, um is very interesting. I love this team. I just don't like Eli Apple. He's like the only guy that makes me hate this team. <laughs> He's so obnoxious. He really is, man. He really is. But I, I, I love what they're doing. Um, it would be a, a, a feel-good story for them to win this, this game. Um, I just think that mainly because that offensive line, they're a little outmatched. You know, and the Rams are hitting on every cylinder. Like every position you look at, they they they've they've got it. They're 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 well equipped. Um, you think back to to the season, like how they lost Robert Woods, um, and you fill that that spot with Odell Beckham. Like it, it's it's very special to see what's happening over there. I think. Um, it's going to be interesting because you already know who I'm choosing, but I don't think there's a loser in this game. You're losing a championship for sure, but there's not a loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, right. I think, I think both teams win in this because um, the Rams, we kind of figured they were going to be in the mix for sure. However, however that, that, that that came together um whether they won you know got to the super bowl or they you know just lost out on the championship round i think i think we we all figured they were gonna be in the mix the Bengals. i don't care what anybody says i don't think anybody had them <laughs> not this far but i i was yeah, you, tooting the horn you early. did you you had them early yeah i but but not the this super far bowl? at all i don't think yep. anybody saw them going to the super bowl Even not at their least fans Nah, yeah, they. I, I think they shocked the fans for sure. Um, but I told you this last week, I think. But I think that this this Bengals team reminds me of the the Eagles 2017. I, it, they just they they're having fun. They're the underdogs. I think they they have a feel good story that it just kind of like makes sense that they would win. Choosing the Rams for sure. <laughs> Aaron Donald against that offensive line is going to. I think. He is my, I am, I am willing to say this now. He is the MVP. 
I'm willing to say that he's the MVP of this of this, of this game. So I, I I'm gonna kind of speak to one thing you said, Derek. You said that there's no losers in this. Mm. There's gonna be one if there's they don't win. One. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And not literally, but I'm even speaking figuratively like you were. The Rams bought in hard for mm. this championship. Mm-hmm. A lot of first round picks traded. They are going to be in the worst cap situation, even worse than the Saints have been the past few years. That's right. They they sold out on a lot. And that's fine if you win the chip, right? Yeah. If you don't, where do they go from here? Who are they cutting? What pieces do they have to let go? Who do they have to trade? Who needs an extension? Who gets mad they don't get one? How many holdouts do you have? Can you afford anybody? You got to bring more pieces in. What did you miss that you lost that Super Bowl? I mean, just mm-hmm. all those things that the front offices go through. They don't have the assets to make that happen. It's over. I mean, it, realistically, you, you hope you just run it back. You hope all, all, all the main people come back, and which you argue they probably will with the restructures and things like that. Um, but the, the, the Rams are a, both obvious short-term loser if they lose and a really big in terms of the long-term future seasons. I don't know, man. It's not going to work out. And yeah. on the Bengals side, they're, they're the complete opposite. Good yeah. cap space, young assets. Offensive line's trash, but guess what? A lot of cap space and assets to go add, add to this Super Bowl team that you already are. Because yeah. right now, both are Super Bowl teams. They're in it, yes. right? Yes. This is hope, you know, either could win. Obviously, both are hoping that they can win. But, um, I, I mean, listen, the, the Bengals' offensive line is probably the worst one to ever make a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. It's, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Like, they're bad, man. They gave up nine sacks and still won. You know, and, and a lot of these offensive linemen are, are, are from the Bengals. Are, are, you guys thought we were trash, blah, blah, blah. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. You are trash. Nobody <laughs> said Joe Burrow and those amazing receivers are trash or yeah. Joe Mixon was trash yeah. or even that defense was trash. Y'all still trash. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be real here because yeah. if Aaron Donald gets five sacks and the team gets nine, you guys still somehow find a way to win. It doesn't mean you're not trash. You're a Super Bowl champs. Congratulations, but you're still trash. <laughs> so yeah. they, but the thing is, like, I, I'm I'm gonna say this. I, I think the Rams are ob- the obvious favorites. I mean, they're favorited through through betting. They're favorited, uh, I, I think, almost universally, except in Cincinnati. Uh, but uh, you know, I, they they just have the pieces. They so yeah. big. What is it? Big players make big plays in big moments, right? Mm-hmm. Let's compare to let's compare those. I mean, you got you got Donald, you got Cup, you got Odell, you got which I hope Odell finally wins something. He's he's, he's proven that he should be there. Yeah. Um, Matt Stafford for so many years of dealing with an inept franchise and coming to Sean McVay and and revamping that 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 swag we knew he had right. Um, I I'm I'm a huge fan of both though. Like the so yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, the Bengals ended the Bills playoff drought. Like we hadn't made yeah. the playoffs for yeah. for 17 years until they beat the Ravens for us to help us get to the play. I'm gonna go as far as saying it's, it's probably crazy. It's probably all myth. It's probably not real. They don't win that game against the Ravens in 2017. I don't think we ever break that drought. I, I just have this weird feeling that that was like the total curse breaker, and Andy Dalton was the guy to do it for us in the Bengals. So I love the Bengals. Like I genuinely want <laughs> like. I'm jealous because Josh Allen deserves that moment. I think he like proved that he should be in this moment, just like Joe. Mm. Um, you know, he, he, if he had a chance to tie it in overtime, he would have tied it. We all know that. Um, but 
I, I can't hate that Bengals franchise. So I like I want both to win. <laughs> it's not possible, but uh, you know, I just think when you really think about it, they're good. Uh, D line beating that O line, obvious thing that's going to happen. The star players are there for the for the Rams. Um, one thing I will say though is kudos to the Bengals as far as yes, they didn't build on the O line. They tried. Quentin Spain coming in was a little bit of improvement for them at left guard. He used to play for the Bills. Um, you know, and they have some other pieces there. They drafted, I think their center, um, is it Creed Humphrey or the new center? can't remember the new center is. Yeah. Um, either way, they built the offensive line. They drafted. They tried. To, they tried, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what did they say? They said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's use this, the seventh pick to just take Jamar Chase and make Joe Burrow happy. Yeah. And look, and look where they are. They were judged hard on that. I know you guys. I mean, they're oh, mm-hmm. probably one of the on more that. criticized draft picks ever. I was, I was hard. I, on I think it was number five overall, right? Not seven. They were number five overall. Five, yeah, four, um, four or five, four or five. Yeah, overall, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but honestly, that that's just what you win with these days in the NFL. Load your friend, load your receivers. They got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, uh, uh, obviously Jamar Chase. They got Mixon, who, who can play all over the field, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they got speed guys. I don't, I'm not too sure they're fourth or fifth receivers. I know they're more of the speedy types. Um, they got their their tight end, Uzuma. I mean, they're, they're loaded mm-hmm. and talented. They can yeah. score. And you know what? They said, fuck it. We're going to just throw the ball up there and see what happens. <laughs> and they yeah. did it. And this is where Joe Burrow's doing. He, he's been extremely athletic since the ACL injury. Give credit to that. Um, and, and, uh, you know, it's a total, it's a total accomplishment to be in this position by that franchise. They mm-hmm. shouldn't be hurt if they lose. Uh, they could win. I'm not going to say never super old things happen. Yeah. Um, but personally, I think the Rams had the edge just based off of the talent, the camaraderie, the things that they kind of built so far. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I, I love that you gave some Bengals love on this show because i i'm coming straight with the hate um I, I think i find it hilarious that everyone now it's such a feel-good story even myself i sort of find myself you know buying into it too because uh not not a lot of franchise turn turn this shit around L- look mm-hmm. at people like um l- look at look at the jaguars and look how they're doing like year one this is exactly the position that the Bengals were in last year let's not yes. forget that this is yes. this is a historic level of turnaround um yeah, right. but fuck this team um i don't think any the, the amount of fans for this team is hilarious where the hell did y'all come from um this team uh, i give it to them though like i said you, you you definitely made the right moves i i was the one saying it too when when the the reports came out that he was having jamar chase that is having issues catching the nfl ball I was like, that's not going to matter in the long term, because that's what I think brought along even more of that criticism uh, to say, you know, why didn't you go out and get an offensive guard or something like that uh, to protect Joe Burrow after he got injured last season. Um, But what I think is so crazy about this, I'm going to say the good thing so I can end off with the bad even more. Um, I don't think and this is crazy because in the Super Bowl, I don't think we've seen the best of this team yet. In the first two rounds, they were in bad positions. They were able to eke out wins. Mm-hmm. I would argue if they if they get more than three field goals in this game, McPherson is their MVP, not Joe Burrow, because that's how yes. much they've had to rely on him yeah. um, in, in those big spots. Um, I feel like this team has underperformed so far, and that's what's scary about this game because yeah. let's keep it real. As far as teams that are known for sort of shit in the bed, that's the Rams. So yeah, against yeah, yeah. against the team that hasn't shown their best yet in the playoffs, that's a scary matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm worried about it because, Lord, I swear, if the Bengals get a chip, I'm not going to hear the end of it. 
we're gonna have to bring logic back on the show it's gonna it's gonna be, it's gonna be rough bro and i swear i he he's been in my dms every day after these playoff games and i can't yeah. i can't believe that somehow they've been able to still um find their way into this position um i can't even imagine a world that they win though i really think the rams have them because of all the reasons that we said um but do, could i see a game where stafford sort of goes back he, he's looking around uh, <laughs> uh megatron somehow in the stands right there in the front like they lock eyes for a second and somehow we just revert to to lions uh stafford I, i'm praying that that doesn't happen uh because there's no in my mind there's no way that um ram should lose this one yeah um but I just feel like it's set up for that scenario. Like the Bengals really play their best game that they've played in the entire playoffs and the Rams sort of find a way to shit the bed. I'm picking the Rams um, because I can't cope. If the Bengals win, I cannot cope. Because <laughs> next season, I'm a Ravens fan. I, I reiterate this every week. Next season, everyone is going to, even even if they don't win, everyone is going to assume that they're the best team in this division. And I still do not believe that because of all the issues that they have. But Dude, gotta give respect where it's due. Fuck this team. I can't wait to see them lose. And when and if they win, I don't know. You might not see me next week. I might get a replacement on the show. I I, I can't cope. I can't cope with that. Hey man, honestly, I think um, if the Bengals actually win this Super Bowl, they're gonna be bigger underdogs than the Eagles were. And that that's with that's with the Eagles going in with a backup QB. They're gonna right. be a big they're gonna be a bigger underdog than that team. So I I hope for your sake that they don't they don't win, Chris. Cause I'm saying right now, if if I had to sit back and I had to see the, the, the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl and they actually won, oh Jesus Christ. Oh my, there is no way in hell. I, I I take the rest of the year off. I, I'm not <laughs> I'm not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> so I hope for your sake they do they do lose. Um, but yeah, I, I there, there's just there's too many there's too many things that and I told you this before. If the Rams had Matt Stafford two three years ago when the Rams when they were in the Super Bowl, they would have won that. No question about it. They would have won that that that, that championship. So you come in. You replace Jared Goff. Uh, you you you've got pieces everywhere. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, like this Von Miller, like they have the Miami Heat of of the NFL. They are, they are, and I agree, Jonathan. You 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 reminded me. This you're right. They 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 need to win this championship because I don't see Odell Beckham coming back next year. I don't. I, there's no way they, they can sign him. There's literally no way they can sign him. So they have that, nothing. Yeah, so I, I agree with that. Um, I agree it's like, with that. It's so like Thanos, man. What did it cost? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you get a ring, I think it'd be worth it. Listen, I'm, worth I'm it. team get a ring. Yeah. Like, get a ring, figure it out later, man. And then so. and then Robert, Wood, Robert, Robert Woods comes back next year. So if Odell's gone, Woods is back. What, what, I, nothing... You know what? We, we, you know, I'm a Bills fan for those who don't know, but... Um, uh, Robert Woods drafted by us. I, I 
he it was between us or going home to play in LA. I'm so happy for him, even though he's not playing. Like he gets yeah. the ring, he played this year, obviously. So yeah, uh, and he's still on the team. He gets the ring regardless. And you know, I I really want that man to get it. Like he deserves it. He's one of the, the one of if not the best blocking receiver in the league, along with <clears throat> improving what he uh, upon the receiving itself. Right. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. His stats were up there. He was playing with Jared Goff as a quarterback and still get those yeah. stats. Yeah. Um. You know, Matt Stafford loved him. He was talking about him after the uh you know NFC Championship game. So. So uh, even Cooper Cup, same thing. Yeah. He said, if not for him, we wouldn't be here. So, you know, yeah. kudos to him. Uh, you know, I, I I think Cooper Cup's going to ball out. I think he is. I think, I, think it, I think it's time. But, hey, yeah. you know, even though Chris hates it, they're talented over there in Cincinnati. They better come with their A game. Both need to come with their A game. I would love an overtime game. And uh, let it end in a tie because the NFL sucks with the rules. <laughs> yeah, they get a they win in a tie, and then all of a sudden both teams win. Right, right, right. But no, <laughs> I'm 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 definitely I'm leaning Rams. I'm hoping for a great game. I wouldn't be mad for either. Do you guys think this is a, a shootout? I would love for it to be. I, for some reason, I feel like it's not going to be because the, the the way the Bengals defense has been playing. Um, on top of the way the Rams defense has been playing, I, I could see a scenario where this becomes a little bit of a slog in the first half. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping for a shootout for sure. I think something that you said too, Cups do for go, to go off. I think Jamar Chase is do a, a Jamar Chase yeah. type game because the, yeah. the biggest game he had so far was a hundred, a hundred yard one, and he didn't even get a touchdown in that one. So yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of room I think, which makes this this season so fun, man. There's a lot of room for both of these teams to to sort of find their spot in this game and, and win it all, which is really fun. Um, I'm looking forward to next season um, because I swear I, this was not in the cards at all. Like looking at, looking at the, the landscape of everything. Um, so it just shakes up next season even more so. So, yeah. Uh, but right. what, what's the final yeah. picks here? What are we going with? I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, John. I'm going to, I'm going to with you. I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Rams. 35, Bengals 32. They went on the field called the Rams. Ooh. I can't pick a, a score. Rams winning this. Uh, Aaron Donald MVP. Mm. Yeah. It would it would be nice to see a kicker win that win the MVP. That would be interesting. Has, has a kicker ever won? MVP? I don't know. You know, one that could is Question. the Bengals kicker. He's a baller. Yeah. McPherson. <laughs> well, that, 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 yeah. that's, that's, that's to, to Chris's point. I think if they do win, it would be because of McPherson, and that makes complete sense. He hasn't Which, missed one the whole playoffs, and that—that's another thing. Like, like the Man, really, just, he walked out past Burrow and said, "You ready to go to AFC, AFC Championship?" That's some yeah, baller shit. Like, baller. Never, and a never, rookie, never, a rookie, bro, a rookie, a rookie who's like a phenom in a way, right? He's a TikTok guy, mm-hmm. YouTube guy, all that. But like, I—I I never thought kickers were dope, but now I think kickers are dope. <laughs> like that's some cool <laughs> shit. That's some cool yeah. shit, man. For yeah. real. Yeah. Nah, that'd be that'd be amazing. And and for them to draft him and draft uh Jamar Chase, I think again, they 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 did what I did not think they should have done. And they they proved they proved Twitter GMs wrong. Yep. Damn it. We got to retire now. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I just wanted to quickly add before we end off, I, I looked at the landscape after the first game, the wild card games, and guess who was the, the biggest underdog? The Bengals. So I threw $5 on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, and I swear, I feel like it's going to come back to bite me, dude, because I'll I, I take that $50 gladly. Yeah. But 
it's gonna fucking hurt. So I might I might hedge, you know, so that either way I make my money. Um, yeah, but uh, right. the fact that they were plus nine hundred um, after that uh, wild card game and they made it this far, uh, historical season already. And if they're able to somehow pull this shit off, um, I once again can't cope. Can't cope. <laughs> so bad for you, bro. If they do. <laughs> <laughs> well take us home Derek yes sir yes sir well you guys uh well actually let me say this Jonathan thank you for for joining us on the show bro oh, thank uh, you man. this has been phenomenal it's been it's great to have you back on the show you're welcome anytime of course um uh but please give uh your your handles social media handles so everybody yeah can you. of course you can find me at john underscore ots talking shit all that good shit uh, all the, all the social medias. I uh, always recommend, even at the end of, of my podcast, check out all the other podcasts here too. Uh, OTSmediaco.com. You can check out everything through there. Uh, go to the On the Sidelines group, On the Sidelines Facebook page, like, join. Uh, there's a lot of crazy ass people in that group. You know, it's tough to deal with sometimes, but uh, <laughs> you know, the page. Go ahead, like it. Head over to YouTube.com/slash/OTSmediaco. Um, I'm kind of doing Derek Spiel. This is, this is a spiel I do at my at my pod. It. But uh, <laughs> listen, look, a simple view, a simple like, a simple share, yeah. it goes a long way. You got 500 friends, and you share. You just share to 500 people. So. You know that, that we appreciate that at all times. You know my social media handles—they are what they are. But head over to OTS stuff, give the support, um, keep supporting these great podcasts like this one here. I'm happy to be back, man. This is so dope. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I watch you guys often, to, whether it's the live or, the, or go back on the YouTube and check it out. And you guys are dope, man. You you, you kept that OTS uh, on the sidelines original going, <laughs> man. And Chris, you, yeah. you're an uh, excellent excellent addition I'm, I'm happy julio introduced us and well derek to you and, and and vice versa and uh man i keep keep killing it you guys are doing amazing appreciate you thank bro. you man i appreciate, appreciate that you. so much dude more than you know i knew there was a lot of torches to bear so i'm glad we was able to make it happen hey, um i just i just want to say we're rolling in it bro next season we got a lot to to live up to this first debut season me and derek yeah. We, the amount of the, our picks, everything, um, everything shook out in really, really dope ways. So just been loving, having a great time with it too. Uh, but you guys can find me on Twitter at Negron MMA, as well as Chris Negron underscore. Got another episode, of the MMA archive coming this Saturday. So make sure you check it out. Um, covering the debut of um, one one man. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that for next time. But it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, next week, Randy Couture after that so just historic place in mma um so excited to cover it and uh yeah as uh jonathan said make sure you follow the brand as well that's the most important thing take us home derek yes sir yes sir well, you can follow me at derek underscore ots d-e-r-r-i-c-k the black way to spell it black history month might as well go ahead and say yes it. sir uh say but um like like jonathan and chris both said and the sign behind me says as well follow at ots media co uh, all social media platforms. Uh, check us out on the website otsmediaco.com. Uh, look at all the articles we have up. We, we, we're 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 gonna put some more up pretty soon. But you know, check out the articles. Uh, check out all the shows. Rate and review. Um, let us know what you guys think about what we're doing here with the show. Uh, let us know if you guys agree with our picks. We might be wrong. Who knows? Um, let us know. But um, please, we love the interaction. We love to hear from you guys. We uh, we thank you guys for watching and or listening and we will catch you guys next week enjoy the super bowl <laughs> fuck the Bengals. <laughs>